special edition. Hey, this is Cecil the Comedian. You're listening to Club Wire with DJ Adi84. Next Friday is Hawaiian Shirt Day. Arthur is a manly man, and Arthur is very worried about Drew's manliness. Yo, boom, boom, shake the mofo room. You are incredibly sexy. You are incredibly sexy. Yo, boom, boom, shake the mofo room. And they shall be treated thusly with respect and dignity. No fat chick. What a creep. No fat chick. Yeah, man, what's going on? Can I help you? Stop friggin' following me. You, 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 that's all you care about. You, 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 that's all you care about. You, 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 that's all you care about. You know, if you want to, go ahead and, uh, wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans. I always wanted to say this. For Shekel. Okay. How you guys doing tonight? I'm Adi84. This is Late Night of Adi84 here on WIRE Wentworth Internet Radio Experience, Boston, Massachusetts. All right, you guys got beer with me a little today. My uh, voice... Not so good. I was at the Yankees-Red Sox game Sunday night. And, uh, you know, the outcome of that, Red Sox won. And that's all that mattered. I had to sacrifice my voice. And I think I had something to do with licking that subway pole on the way home on the blue line. Probably shouldn't have done that, but hey, you only live life once. And I live with no regrets. And that subway pole is just scrumptious. Wow. All right, so... What do I have for you tonight? I have tons of stuff for you tonight. Um, I have uh, some Letter Day music for you. The Dual D movie update. I got, uh, we're going to do baseball scores around the, around the horn every uh, half hour. I'll do that. Start at 8.30. I also have a vanilla ice wrap, if that means anything to anyone. Um, <laughs> there's this thing going on YouTube. It's a happy peanut butter contest. That people uh, videotape themselves entering the Happy Peanut Butter Contest. It's uh, quite hilarious. I savaged a few, sal- salvage is the word, a few that I could uh, actually play on the radio. Should be entertaining, should be fun, should be a good time for all. But uh, let's see, it's 8 o'clock here on Wednesday, April 25th, 2007. I'll be drinking some water on the way between uh, segments. And uh, yeah, so um, I don't know where to start. Oh yeah, I know. I have an update for the my for the uh, for the what you call it the real world trial. Yeah, so they called me back um, Thursday night. I I remember broadcast the story on Wednesday about what happened. Uh, oh, I have an update for you. Um, it involved me going to New York City on Friday um, for the experience of a lifetime. Also, uh, Sidekick Ryan is calling in. He has a uh, couple stories about how one time he went camping. And, uh, well, unfortunate things happened. Um, and he will be calling up later on. If you want to get me here at the studio, it's uh, 781-241-2941. 781-241-2941. I just want to let you know you will be recorded for later use of my radio program when you do call. And remember, please abide by all FCC standards, which basically means no swearing. Because uh, I don't have a dump button and I can't dump you out. As much as I would. 
Uh, you want to get me here on AIM, you can get me up in both uh, instant messengers here. We get the studios, W-I-R-E. It's uh, W-I-T-W-I-R-E, Wit Wire here at the studio. Or you can just get me here on A-R-T-Y-8-4. That's A-R-T-Y-8-4. Uh, yeah, both uh, work very well. So, um, I would say stop. I'll do a little... Uh, little update right here on the base. I know we're going to do it at 8.30, but I might as well start now so you guys have an idea. Around the league, here we go. Atlanta's beating Florida 3 to nothing. Uh, Boston's beating Baltimore 1 nothing. Houston up 1 nothing on Pittsburgh. Texas, oh. Cleveland, 5, top of the 4th. Washington, 2. Phillies, 3. Cincinnati, 0. St. Louis, 0. KC and Minnesota are also 0. Games just started. Let's see. Detroit and Chicago just started off 0-0. Games later on tonight. San Diego at Arizona at 9.40 p.m. Seattle at Oakland, 10.05. Tampa Bay at L.A. Angels, 10.05. And San Francisco at L.A. Dodgers, 10.10 tonight. Games that have already concluded or postponed. Colorado beat the Mets today at 11-05 in New York. And Milwaukee defeated the Chicago no, they lost to the Chicago Cubs. My bad. In Chicago, 9-3. And Yankees-Toronto postponed. And how about those New York Yankees? Last place in the American League East. Which is just delightful for me as my hatred for the Yankees and Colts and other teams such as St. Louis Cardinals go on further into my life. Why, you may ask. Why? There's nothing else to do. All right, so you guys might have seen this. I know tax day was uh, a week ago, or well, two weeks ago, wasn't it? Uh, was it? April 17th is tax day. Uh, so this was a uh, terrible tax. I'm sure you're all familiar with this uh, fine product if you're going to do your take-home taxes. Turbo tax uh, had a little contest. Who could do the best rap for Turbo tax? And uh, who else but Vanilla Ice came out and decided, hey, let me... You know, take a little pot of uh, TurboTax. Eh, hold on. Before I go any further, I gotta read the disclaimer. I'm sorry. I know I got y'all excited for vanilla rice, but I like doing that occasionally from time to time. You are listening to Wire, Wentworth, Internet Radio Experience from the on campus studios in Boston, Massachusetts. This show does not represent Wentworth, Colleges of the Family, or Wire. To express opinions or concerns, please contact Danielle Zongi at 508 335 9761. And that's basically if you have any complaints or any questions about this show or any other shows on this broadcast network. So, back to the Vanilla Rice rap. Uh, this is going to be my ringtone. I personally indulge in hearing such delightful works of music. Oh, yeah. I draw my rhymes like a bow, shoot them out like an arrow. I swoop on suckers like an eagle, not a sparrow. I tour around the world, spit my lyrics for De Niro. Pay my taxes on time, do the budget, make the payroll. I walk a wide path, never ever walk it narrow. I step on stage with funky hip-hop apparel. I 1099 my employees like Will Ferrell. Get my refund, take my famo all the way out to Tahoe. Business deductions from Miami to Palermo. On April 15th, yo, you better be prepared so you learn before you burn or you end up like El Poco. Or do what I do and use that TurboTax mojo. <laughs> Audit defense, deduction maximizer, most trusted in the USA. Yeah. Remember, Uncle Sam. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's delightful. Um, 
I'm seeing his career actually went forward um, from what he used to do. It's great to know that he is still a talented musician. And uh, what a delightful rap that was. You can get that on YouTube. You go to YouTube and type in uh, tax rap or vanilla ice tax rap or any of those tags. You will uh, hear such a wonderful, wonderful ensemble of music, if you will. Um, Yeah, so last week, not much has happened. Um, It's funny because the week before, it was quite the news week. And then you get to this week and, you know... Just a war and whatnot going on, but uh, I like going to foxnews.com for some happy news, and it seems like every time I pull open the website, there's nothing but stuff that makes me want to run for the hills and cry. Very, very upsetting stuff, which is just not delightful. And, uh, well, see, I was hoping I was going to see gumdrops and applesauce, but I see Taliban chief Bin Laden alive, plotted Cheney attack. Wow, that's great. That's, uh, wow, spectacular. Then I see a house engulfed in flames right next to the headline. Engulfed in flames, it says. New York police seemingly corner gunman suspected killing trooper in a farmhouse that suddenly lights up. Wow. I'm glad uh, everything is going great. Oh, and by the way, Rosie will no longer be on The View after this year. She will be finishing up, and uh, apparently she couldn't come to contract. So I don't know if she's like The View or Rosie O'Donnell, I am surely mistaken that, um, surely disappointed is more of the word, that she will no longer be with us. Uh, yes. So, I don't know what to get into. I, I, I'm still a little, uh, what's the word, um, uncomfortable about the vanilla rice wrap. But you can get me here at the studio. I uh, would highly appreciate such, especially I don't know how long I'm going to last tonight with this voice problem. But I'll see if I can last as long as possible. Uh, six one uh, seven eight one two four one two nine four one. A R T Y eight four on AOL. Witwire on AOL. And if you need to leave a comment, email, or any other information, you can get me on adi eighty four dot net. That's A R T Y eight four dot net. It's a great place to go for a good time. If you know what I mean. Oh uh, yeah. So, all right, we're going to. Uh, Shimmy through this stuff. Uh, I don't want to go through. Let's see. Oh, yeah, that's right. Latter Day. If you guys are familiar with Latter Day, I played a little bit of their work last week. Well, uh, they're trying to get to the Warp Tour. Now, in order for them to get to the Warp Tour, uh, you guys got to vote for them. So if you go to myspace.com slash Letter Day, as in I wrote a letter to my mom, and today is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever it is. It's L E T T E R D A Y. Uh, they have a link on which you can vote for them to uh, be on uh, the Warp Tour in New York and Boston. So, um, do that. Also, if you are interested in what they do or what they play, they're playing a show uh, on April 28th, this Saturday, at 6 o'clock at the Saugus YMCA. If you, Saugus, Massachusetts, that is, in case you listen out of state, uh, all the information's right there. Uh, it's probably about $8 to get in or whatnot. So uh, I'm going to play a little bit of this music. I'm going to go collect my thoughts, and I will be back after this.
if it took a dump on his chest. Sometimes you come home to the only one thing that understands you. And it sure as hell isn't a wife that keeps on nagging or a kid that ranks only as a larger disappointment than your own life. But Happy Family brand peanut butter is always there for you. Sitting there in a the cupboard like a shining beacon in the void that is my world. Happy Family and Daddy, Daddy, you're home from work and you remembered my you're looking at remember where I live! Oh wait, I know! Hell! That's right, hell! Because of you! 
And yeah, I remember your birthday. I remember it every day. It's a drain of my life, my happiness, and my bank account. Do you know why I got you the scooter? Do you know why I got it? So I can take it, and I can throw it on the floor and not give it to you. And later on, I'm going to take it out of the box, and I'm going to tour around. I'm going to see your friends and be like, your friend's a faggot. My son's a faggot. And then I'm going to fall off and I'm going to throw it into the goddamn river. Oh, the river, where my hopes and dreams are. Daddy. Timmy beat me up at school today. Good! You probably had it coming! Frickin' little wimp! Maybe put some hair on your chest! My God, Nancy! Oh. <laughs> Happy family and me All the misbegotten days When you're not with me Happy family brand peanut butter. Unlike the kid who needs a beating! Happy Family Brand Peanut Butter only needs an eating. Happy Family. Wow. Yeah, so that was the, <laughs> the one of the happy uh, peanut butter family uh, commercials. If you guys can get that, I go to YouTube and type in Happy Family Peanut Butter. That one is Contest 3. Uh, it's the only one I could actually hear on the radio, kind of. So, um... Yes, uh, last week on the show we had Cousin Ryan come in. That was Latter Day also, by the way. Um, go to latterday.com, uh, I believe, or you can go myspace.com slash latterday. And I vote for him for the Whoop Tour. And uh, if they ask, well, hey, why are you voting for me today? Maybe, maybe he was scared that I was a shock jock. Maybe he was scared that I go, you know, I, I like to be controversial sometimes. That is true. Um, so just say that you heard it from me, and that would be nice. Uh, so, uh... Let's go look someone else here. Here's an oldie but goodie. That I thought you guys would appreciate. I got this one up the woodwork. Found it in the archives. Cousin Ryan, Psychic Ryan will be calling in about 10 minutes or so. But uh, until then, let me pass Happy five of this. birthday, twins. A computer and a car. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Kelly, go ahead and open your present. Before you watch this, I want to let you guys know that in this uh, this little montage by, uh, I believe it's Liam Sullivan. You can get this on my MySpace, myspace.com slash djid84. It is on there. Uh, there's a guy dressed in a purple jumps, uh, jumpsuit, bodysuit type thing. And he's doing this dance, which many of you would recognize as the hula hoop. He copied it from me. It's my trademark dance that I do in all nightclubs. I go in the middle of the dance floor and I do the hula hoop for all to enjoy. So if you watch this, you'll see the the purple jumpsuit superhero type fella doing my dance. Uh, don't be alarmed, it is my dance. And uh, yes, indeed. What the hell? What'd you expect? Condoms? Nice present, Kelly. Shut up, duck. Skank. I'm gonna butt slap you. Shut. I'm an athlete. No, stop fighting. You two are twins. Goodness sakes. Don't they have the same thoughts? Cheers. PlayStation. Fiscal responsibility. Tom Skerritt. Kelly, where are you going? Out. Poor. Kelly, what are you gonna do with your life? I'm gonna get what I want.
Cheers. Oh my god. Cheers. Let's get some shivs. Let's get some shivs. Let's get some shivs. Let's get some shivs. 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 Oh my god. Shivs. Shivs. These shivs rule. These shivs suck. These shivs rule. These shivs suck. Shivs. Oh my god, shiz. These shoes rule. These shoes suck. These shoes suck. These shoes suck. I think you have too many shoes. Shut up. I think you have too many shoes. Shut up. I think you have too many shoes. Shut up. I think you have too many shoes. Shut up. Stupid boy. Stupid boy. Let's get some shoes. Let's party. Is that this point right here where the purple suit superhero guy is? Copying my dance. These shoes are three hundred dollars. These shoes are three hundred dollars. These shoes are. Th- Let's get them. Um, this style runs small. I don't think you're gonna fit. I mean, your fader kind of bag. Oh. 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 Oh, by the way, Betch. You! 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 All right, we're back. We're late now, 584. I'm at 84, and the voice slowly going away. Good times. This is WIRE, Wormworth, Internet Radio Experience, Boston, Massachusetts. In case guys are wondering, uh, yeah, we're up in the off-campus studios in Boston right now. Weather tonight in Boston, not too good. It was uh, like 80 degrees on Monday, 70 degrees yesterday, and then today it's raining. Just go figure. But it could be worse. It could be snow, and uh, we don't like snow. Snow is a bad thing. Uh, all right. So cousin Ryan's gonna be calling up sidekick Ryan, cousin Ryan, in about uh five minutes or so. In case you guys missed last week's show, this is part one of the Ryan storytelling stories. If I can get this, get this going, probably not. Of course, never really want, never want to. Where the hell is cousin Ryan? You're supposed to call. Maybe I want to call him. Let me get him on the phone here. Apparently. All right. This is last week. Me trying to get Ryan. And uh, Ryan can tell you a little something about being asinine. Doobadoo, in the phone rings, cousin Ryan, where are you? Sidekick Ryan, you call him cousin Ryan, it's cousin Ryan. All right, here we go, hold on. All right, so that you can actually hear the whole entire thing if you go to my MySpace. Maybe, maybe he was in at the warehouse. Um, what kind of warehouse do you work at? I work at a toy store warehouse. Okay. All right, and um. Well, we have two bathrooms in the warehouse. One is in the east end, and the other is in the north end. And I, was, well, I don't understand why they wouldn't put the bathrooms either A together or B on opposite ends. Why in such a 90-degree awkward subpar? Um, I don't know. Uh, I guess our contractors get lazy when they work it. <laughs> yes, they do. 
All right, so that was uh, that was a little bit of uh, Cousin Ryan from last week. We got Cousin Ryan on the phone right now with us. Sidekick Cousin Ryan, how are you doing? I am doing magically. Exactly. Well, and now, you, prior to our phone call, you mentioned that you say a word a little too much on the air. And what would that would be? That word would happen to be exactly. Exactly. So... Uh, we're starting, this is story two of the many pot series of story time with Sidekick Ryan. And uh, all your stories seem to have a comical and funny uh, twist to them. Is this, is this correct? Uh, this is true. I was just playing a little bit of uh, last week's uh, episode in which you told the story about the poopy football. Oh, yeah, it's very nice. It was quite funny. And that is now on uh, my myspace.com slash djid84 and id84.net. You can listen to the whole 18-minute story about uh, the warehouse uh, incident of some sort. So what's your story this week? I'm sure it's going to be a, a, a doozy. I, I have a, a wonderful story to tell. All right. Uh, before you go to the story, I'm going to disclaim real quick. You'll listen to Wire, one more internet radio experience from the on-campus studios in Boston, Massachusetts. This show does not represent Wentworth, Colleges of the Family, or Wyatt. To express concerns or opinions, contact Danielle Zongi, 508-335-9761. This is W-I-R-E, Wentworth, Boston. All right, here we go. So, uh, like, similar to last week, let's uh, set people up for the story and, uh, you know, then give them the big wham at the end. All right. Oh, okay. All right, so this story took place. Oh. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, all right, all right. Um, this story took place early last fall. Mind okay. you, maybe maybe even late summer. It L- depends. Late summer, summer. okay. In, at the end of September, which is which most people don't know. Most people don't. Most people believe that the summer ends uh, September 1st. They don't realize there is several weeks into the September month in which it's still summer. Exactly. It frustrates me, angers me, and causes me to do things I don't want to do. Uh, me too, Adi. Me too. Yeah, you should see what I did last year when it happened. All right. So, all right. Back, back to the setting of the story. Yes. I was canoeing with two of my friends. Okay. One of them happened to be a female. Ah, yes. That's always a good time. So, it was an awkward situation. However, however, the female's father was also along for the ride. Well, uh, so was one of your friends the female father? Yes. So it was you, a female, and the father? And, and, and Grappy. Oh, okay. So it was, it was four all together. Now, how many canoes did you have? We had two canoes. Okay. And I'm assuming you and Grappy were in one, and the father and the daughter were in the other. Exactly. Now, how did you know this girl? Like, were you old friends or, like... Um, we were school hood chums. Oh, Okay. Now, did anything uh, happen between you two, uh, risque-wise? Um, no, but at one point during the trip, uh, my friend Grappy, or William, as some people like to call him, tried to make a move, and, um... With the father there? Yes, the father was there. Not only did he see it, but, uh, the girl also shut him uh, down. Oh, oh yeah, by the way, so, you know, you are being recorded, if this is okay with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that's perfectly fine with me. Yeah, I forgot a little disclaimer. All right, so she, he flirts with the girl. The girl shuts him down in front of the father or? Yes, in front of the father. Oof. That could be rough. Yes, it, it was very rough for him. Why would he even attempt? Like, what did he think he what? was going to get 
anywhere? Um, I, I don't know what his intentions were. Um, I, I couldn't even go into that. Uh, maybe you're going to have to talk to uh, William Grappy for that story. Yeah, I would if he wasn't such a liability. He uses every other word as F this and S that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm going to have to pre-record him and bleep it out for so, so I don't get kicked off the radio. All right, so you guys are canoeing down the river. I'm assuming and you say it's late summer, early fallish. Yes, so the, the, the water isn't what you would call warm. Yeah, so it's a little bit cold. It's just cooling off. Yes, we did have, um, we did, we did have long sleeve shirts on it, as I recall. Ooh, that must have been interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. And then what happened? Well, well, back back to how the story started, though. Yes. The only reason me and William were on this trip is because we thought it was us, the girl, and one of her friends. Oh, all right. So who? So the girl invited you on the trip with you? Yes, yes. So, and how did she like, come about to invite you if her dad was there? Did she say, I'm, I'm, I have a friend who's going on a trip? She referred to her father as a friend, or? Uh, I don't, I think that's what, her, what she meant, but, um... I've yet to speak to her friend, so I'm not quite sure. All right, so she invites you along, and how do you guys get up to this uh, this river where you were canoeing? Um, we, me and Grappy took my car, and we met her and her father up there. Now, what was your first impression when you seen her and an older gentleman wearing probably uh, shorts from 1980? Uh, yes, his shorts were quite 1980-ish, very short indeed. Nice. For the brisk, the brisk. Late summer day. Now let me ask you a question. Did he ever put it? Did he put his leg up on a rock while he was in front of you and started talking to you? Yes, as as he was stroking his cat. Was he? Did he put bug cream on or something like that? He he was putting some sort of cream on. Um, I chose not to ask what it was. <laughs> did he have undergarments on? Um, that could be debatable. <laughs> so you think he saw something? Is that what you're trying to say? There was a shadow, you could say. A shadow would be an understatement. Oh, God. Maybe he was a little too friendly with his daughter. Um, I would say that would be definitely true. All right, so you show up at the campsite. It's, you know, the unusual-looking father, the daughter. Is she an attractive young lady? Um, yeah, she was, she was pretty decent. Now, what was the whole, uh, you know, the whole reason going up there? I know she invited you or anything, but did uh, you... was. Grappy interested in her, and he tried to tag you. He, sh- he fimboozled you to come along? He, he did. I did not even know we were going canoeing. I thought we were going on a day trip in, um, in uh, the Saco River. And it wasn't until we were getting there that he started filling in the details. So, a day trip. So, I'm assuming you didn't bring the right amount of clothing for a, uh, a weekend uh, canoe trip. No, I, I did not have enough uh, clothing at all. Ah, I can see where there could be a problem. I see where the story could lead up to a, a potential problem. Yes, yes. This story is definitely going to become a potential problem. All right, so you get up there, you see the father, the daughter. Now, yeah. were they, did they have two canoes, or how did, what, did you, what did you guys do? Where did the second canoe come from? They actually, we rented the canoes there. Oh, okay. Alright, so, so instead of having, say, two paddles per canoe, you had, say, one, 
one paddle? Would that be safe to say one would be a safe number? We had one paddle total. For two, for two canoes? Yes. All right. And, uh, so, so since uh, I was the only one with money and I couldn't quite cover the cost of canoes, and you know, uh, Grappy didn't have any money on him. Yeah. Of course. Uh, I never so had any the money. father decided he was going to be the one with the paddle. So his father you never met before. <laughs> Purchases the canoes. This his father purchases the canoes, and then he claims the one and only paddle you have for two canoes. Yes. He then proceeds to walk over to the brush and grab a couple branches out <laughs> and says, "Boys, this is gonna be a long trip." And I just looked at Grappy and just wanted to turn around and walk away. What kind of momentum can you get with branches? We actually were picking up a quite good piece because I actually decided that because Grappy had put me in this predicament that for a while he was going to be the one with both branches and I was going to take a nap. So so with both branches, how do you stare? Like, now I'm assuming you're going with the stream, you're not going against it. So you're kind of picking up speed as you go anyways. How are you staring this thing? I don't know how he's staring as long as he was. It was the river was moving very slowly. Okay. And he has a concerned look on his face. I look around, and I don't see the other canoe. I ask where they are, and he said that he had taken a long turn at the fork in the river. So, and why didn't he wake you up uh, and tell you this earlier? I'm not sure his reasoning, but uh, it was not logical. I can tell you that. So, how, how many hours or minutes do you say you were behind or apart from this other group? I would say we were several hours apart because it was now becoming dusk. All right. So obviously you don't go canoeing and stock out. You go to the side at a beach or such and you pitch a tent. Exactly. So I was like, all right, let's stop, get off to the side and figure this out. But I'm assuming you don't have a tent because either A, the father had it on his canoe or B, you never brought one in the first place because you didn't know you were going to be there all day. No, no, no. We never brought one in the first place. However, we did bring sleeping bags because there was a possibility that we were going to be there that night. So if the sleeping bags are no tent, where do you plan on sleeping? Uh, on the side of the river, I guess, was Grappy's reasoning. He was the one that brought the sleeping bags. I did not even know we were staying. So you, you pull up his house, he picks you up, and he has sleeping bags, and you go, oh, okay. No tent. Think it's a day trip. Did you even know who you were going to go see? Well, obviously, because she talked to you prior at the time, and she said she was going to bring friends. Yeah. All right, so it's getting dark. You pull over to the side of the riverbed, and you uh, you basically figure out what the hell's going on. You're getting a little ahead of the story now. Oh, 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 all right. Our steering wasn't so great, so getting off to the side was no easy task. Subpar at best was the steering method. Subpar at best, indeed. Okay. So, Grappy decides that it might be a good idea to start rocking the boat to one side. Like leaning over like a motorcycle, kind of like turn it? Yes, yes. Before I can figure out what's going on, because I'm still half awake, mind you. Okay. All of a sudden, I can feel the canoe tipping. Oh, that could be a problem. And all of a sudden, before you know it, we're in the water. Splash. It was, it was about four and a half feet deep, I'd say, because my ankles, because I didn't have any shoes on. Okay. My ankles were cut like a slice, uh, like a slice of Swiss cheese. Oh, and the, the rocks and the thorns and the tree branches, I assume, caused the damage. Yes. 
So now, did you have any supplies like in the canoe? Did you have any of the other the, the guy and his daughter's supplies in there? We had hand towels with us. <laughs> so where did you get the hand towels? <laughs> we bring the hand towels for some obscure reason, but um, I guess they didn't fit on the other canoe, and the father was quite displeased with the unpreparedness. So, he so, gave us the hand towels. So the father packs up his canoe with all the tents, the sleeping bags, probably food and such, and then he runs out of room and all he has is a bag full of towels. Yes. And not even beach towels, but hand towels. Yes, hand towels. What the hell are you guys supposed to do with hand towels? Um, I don't know. No. I think they were, I think they were for the, the, um, the branches that we were using because they were becoming quite slick. All right, so that makes sense. So you get these towels, you get them in a bag, the, the canoe tips over, you guys fall out. Now it's dusk out. You don't know what the hell's going on. So what happens next? All right, by the time we get to the side of the river, we are shivering like you wouldn't believe. It took us a good 20 minutes to get to the, to get the canoe to the side of the river. Now, what would be a safe uh, estimate of what the temperature was like at this point? I would say it was about 55 degrees out. Now, what about the water temperature? What do you think about that? What? The water temperature. Well, how cold do you think that was? How cold the water temperature was? Yeah. I would say it was just about uh, just above freezing because I saw some ice. So ice was it was a, it was an unusual cold night in late late summer early spring up in Maine. Uh, starting to ice over. Yes. Wow. Are you sure you weren't in Antarctica? All right, so you're, you're you're really pushing it. Now you're at the you're at the you're in the 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 gorge of delight, if you would if you will. Exactly, we're we're brushing the limits. All right, so you get over there. Now you guys are soaking wet, shivering. I'm assuming you have no matches. No, we did not have any matches. Not a soul in sight. Nope, our phones no longer worked. Because they're saturated. Yes. Well, I was the only one with the phone because William Grabby chooses not to. Not to carry one. He's like Kramer. Yes, he is like Kramer indeed. So now we had no idea what to do. And it was too late to walk anywhere, so I was like, we need to get some sleep. Okay. However, we had to take our wet clothes off. <laughs> How much of your wet clothes did you take off? I would like to say not all of it, but that would not be the truth. <laughs> now it's dark, so you have no idea. Regardless... Where you are, you have, there's no one around you. You have no nothing to keep you warm. Well, or do you? Well, now we we're trying to find a place to sleep, and we didn't want to walk into the woods because of animals. So we wanted to stay on the river. However, it was very rocky. Yes. So we had three hand towels. Now these were in a plastic Ziploc bag of some sort, right? Yes, yes, they were zipped up because they were on the logs. Okay. So they did not get wet. So I'm assuming this is the only non-saturated thing within 12 miles of you guys. Exactly. <laughs> so, take off your clothes, and you, would you hang them somewhere to dry? Um, no. That would have been the smart idea, but we just left them on the rocks. So you, they went all night. You had wet, rolled up things of, all right. Okay. All right. So we take two hand towels and lay them on the ground, because it was impossible to lay without them. But lay on them, the hand towels. What the hell what good would laying on them do? We needed them for padding. Okay, I'm assuming on your ass? Yeah. 
All right. So, now, were you guys laying next to each other, or were you guys... Excuse me, excuse me. We had one on the ground, sorry. One on the ground. That you were sharing? Yes. <laughs> you guys have to be pretty close if you're sharing a hand towel. Yes, yeah, so we had one on the ground, and then we stuffed one in between us. Okay, so you had a little buffer zone. A, a little, a, a tiny buffer zone. So the only thing between you and Grappy was a thin piece of, thin piece of linen. And then we had the other on top of us. So we kind of made a T out of the of the of the blankets. Yes, exactly. An I. An I. An I would be a I beam. There an you I go. Beam. So you made an I beam between the two of us. That's romantic. It, it wasn't a good I beam, much like lazy construction workers. Yes, you know, not putting the bathrooms on the proper side of the, the buildings. Yes. But we all know about that. All right. So this is very interesting. Now you huddled up there. Now you must be shivering. It's about 40 degrees out. How did you not die of hypothermia? Well, we decided to huddle together. Okay. Well, while we were sleeping, luckily, a warm front came in. Okay, so it warmed up a little bit. When I arose the next morning, yep. me and Grappy, well, Grappy was still asleep. <laughs> I woke up. Yeah. <laughs> And not only did I see our friends, our friend standing there in disgust, but also her father <laughs> and three news crews. <laughs> oh, all right. So, I guess I guess we had become very dirty over the night, <laughs> and the news crews were called in because we thought they thought we were wild animals. So you were laying there naked with a hand towel. You wake up now. What was what was the first? What was your first reaction to this? My first reaction was utter, utterly disgust. I would I would assume so. Now, what did she say when she looked at? Did she say anything like, "What are you doing?" Uh, I think that I think um, it was past the point of words. What the fuck? She screamed when I woke up because apparently they had just arrived. I want to know what the father said. The father said, "Honey." Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> and just leave you two? And they uh, drove away. However, we were now miles from our, from, um, our vehicle. So wait a minute. So they, had the, they left you with the news crew and you, they just went away amongst... How did they find you anyways? How did they end up getting over there? The, they, they heard actually that there was two animals and this is, they, they would decided to come see what it was to pass the time while they were waiting for us. Well, and, and when they we originally didn't know it was us. Okay. So now that they have left, driving back to Massachusetts. Okay. Now you guys are still stranded, clothless. Yes. The, the news crews, after getting their story, and because Grappy decided to use some vulgar language and decided to wave himself in the air, <laughs> there was nothing they could have used. So they left. So they they decided to leave. So- so now that all sources of transportation were gone, we now needed to walk two miles. Okay. Completely naked. Now I would I would have put the wet clothes on. Through the heart of the town. Oh, so you're near a local town. Yes, yes, we were, we were quite close to in a local town. Now that would have been useful that night before you had. It would have been. However, it was dusk. And Grappy decided not to pull over until, and not to wake me up until I was awoken by, by who knows what. Okay, so 
you walk into this town with, with the wet clothes in one hand, I assume, and the the linen towels struggling to wrap around you on the other hand. Exactly. Which didn't fit because I can say I am not a small man, Addy, and they were not wrapping around my body completely. Occasionally when I run out of towels in my house, I have to uh, rinse myself off with a hand towel, uh, sometimes a face cloth. Now I know from personal experience that the hand towel, when wrapped around, can only go three, uh, about three-fourths away around me. Well, 75%, so a crack of my bum is still exposed. Now, I like to use this method. I like to use the C method, which covers the crack and all the essentials in the front and leaves a thigh showing, almost like a uh, 18th century woman's lingerie. Yes, well, that would have been the smart thing to do, but instead I went for the crack method. Okay. All right, so now that I was exposed... So now you're a level 3 sex offender. What? So now that you're a level 3 sex offender... Yes, I am now a level three sex offender. Very nice. Uh, we got to the car, and when we got to the car, guess what? You caught your keys. My keys were in the wet clothes. Oh, now you I ha- left at the side <laughs> of the riverbed. Oh, so you didn't bring your clothes, or you left them there? Yes, yes, left them there. <laughs> Excuse me. All right, so now what? Did you call triple? Oh, you don't have a cell phone. So now you have no... Uh, so you have so what do you do? No, I can only think one thing you do is you go back. Well, before I could even turn around to go back. Now, how many miles did you walk? Uh, walked two miles. It wasn't too bad, but it was pretty embarrassing. All right, so you canoed all day, but because the way the canoe wraps around, it kind of just... Yes, yes, it's a windy river, and yes, it kind of got us back to where we started. Gotcha. All right, so it's really not that far, but still. All right, understandable. Okay, so you walk back to the site to get your clothes. Yep. Then what happens? All right, so before I could turn around and go back to get the clothes, Grumpy decides he's going to punch out my window to get in the car. That sounds like it could be an issue. So after he does so, I asked him, what was he thinking? (laughs) And what good did that solve? And how did he respond? He responded, I guess I wasn't thinking. I guess he wasn't. So now... You had a cow with a busted window, no clothes, keys at the campsite, no cell phone. Yes. You must have been pretty hungry at this point, too, I would imagine. We were starving. All right. So f- now, where's your wallet? Did you have a wallet? Did you? Was all that at the campsite? Uh, we didn't. I, my wallet was capped and dry, Addy. Where'd you get the wallet? Where'd you keep the wallet? I, I kept it with my clothes. However, I think it was got lost to the... To the Wine River. Oh, so you had no money in it anyways. No, I did not have any money in it. Alright. Typical of you. Show so up. as we were walking back, Grappy decides he needs to use the bathroom and he wants to go into a local diner. Okay, wearing nothing but a linen towel. Yes. I was too ashamed to walk into the diner, so right. I stood outside and waited. Okay. Ten minutes later, I hear the sirens coming and Grappy's running out with a handful of money. So you just robbed this place. Yes. So now that we're taking off, running at full speed, the, the hand towels are long gone. <laughs> okay. As we're running through the town, we, we make it back to the river. Okay. All right. We get my keys and know that we're two miles away from victory. So you have money that, you, that he stole from a dino. How, now, how do you hold this place up? Um, I'm not sure exactly. I have yet to hear the story from him. 
Okay, so you, 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 you escaped the police, got to the side of the river, got your keys, now you're, you're almost there, you're two miles from your car. Yes, and I know that I could make a, if easily a mile to a mile and a half run. Okay. However, two miles might have been pushing it. All right, so you, you start off. So we start off at a good pace. Okay. We hear the signs, we'd speed up, and then we'd slow down when we get tired. <laughs> Now we've ran about maybe a mile, maybe a little bit more, and I'm, I'm starting to get winded. Okay. After the night of tired, cold humility. And now you got no, uh, you got nothing protection you either. You're just kind of running freely through the, the woods. Yes. Okay. And then as we were running, I came to a realization. I asked Grappy again, what was the reasoning be- behind robbing the store? What, yeah. does, what good does money do us as we're on the run? He's like... Yeah, I guess I didn't think of that one either. <laughs> okay. So now you are felons, naked, yes. no clothes, broken window, no money. Well, now you get money. And you're almost to your car. But we, wanted by the... We were just about to my car when we had to stop in front of a man's house. Okay. And what, what happened here? This man comes out of his house with a shotgun... And a big dog. No, his reason was because were you were on his property, or were you just he didn't like naked people running around his house. Uh, probably a little bit of both. I would imagine not all people like when naked people run around the house. I can personally say I do not like it myself. So now you're running from a guy with a shotgun type device. Yes. Okay. So we finally get back to my house, back to my car. Excuse me. After. Okay. Running from this guy. Okay. We open the door. We start the car, and we start driving back. All right. So now you're heading down the. So now you're two naked guys. Now, did you guys sit both in the front seat, or did one sit in the back seat? Because that's kind of awkward driving that naked. We both sat in the front seat. Um, I guess we did not think it as awkward as most. Now you had. You said you had sleeping bags. Now where were the sleeping bags? On the girl in the father's canoe? Yeah. Um, yes, they were. Okay. I can't believe so now, they, I can't believe they just abandoned you like that. What? I can't believe they just abandoned you like that. Yes, it was quite weird. I've yet to hear back from this girl. Anyway, um, I think Grappy tried to pull another move when we got back, and things did not go swiftly. That doesn't sound like they did. All right, so you're on your way back. Now, there's a story in here, or is there more? The story is just about over, but there's a little bit more left. Okay. So now that we're heading back. We, I realized that we will not be able to get all the way back without some gas. Okay. We have now. We now have money for gas. However, we are still lacking clothing. It's very awkward to pump gas when you're naked. Yes. I've tried it so, before. I don't advise it. So uh, I have Grappy go in and pay for it as I'm pumping it. Naked? Yes, I am naked, and he is also naked because we had both lost the handhelds at this point. And then he'll say anything to you when you're walking into this place naked. Uh, they did not say anything, and I'm glad because it could have been like a, like a scene out of Pulp Fiction. Uh, yes, and, if, and people who are not familiar with Pulp Fiction, can you, uh, can you paint this uh, scene for them? Um, Pulp Fiction is about a cop that chases a suspect. Actually, I'm not even quite sure if it was a cop, but however, he's chasing somebody into a local store. Okay. And the owner pulls out a shotgun... It hits them both with the butt end of it. Like they pi- later like, wake up. Like pistol whipped I, them. Like he. 
He pi- he pistol whips him. Yes, he pistol pistol whips him. Hold on, one. They th- later wake up in the basement of the store, tied hard tied, if you will. Okay. And they are wait, awaiting a pounding to the record. All right, Ryan. Hold on one second. I got uh, I got delivery boy Ralph on the phone. Oh no, I don't. I'll call him back out of Delivery boy Ralph, if you call him, call back in about 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. So now you guys get pounded with the pistol. Yes. Okay. That's what would have happened. That's what could have happened. Oh. What did happen? Well, we got the gas and proceeded on our way and made it home safely, but not the way we left. Oh, very nice. Yes, that, that was quite a story, and I, uh, I hope to be on the air next week with another uh, bedtime story with Sidekick Ryan. Yes, and this will be on the, my website uh, in the following week or so. Um, you still have time? I could. Uh, I want to put you and uh, uh, Delivery Boy Ralph on the phone at the same time, if that's possible. Ooh, that is possible. All right, hold on one minute. I'm going to get you guys to connect. Right now, we're going to take a little break uh, for station identification. You listen to WIRE. Wire, Wentworth Internet Radio here on our on-campus studios in Boston, Massachusetts. This is Late Night Friday 84. I'm here until 10 o'clock. You are listening to Wire, Wentworth Internet Radio. Live from Beatty Hall at Wentworth Institute of Technology in Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah. Wire.wit.edu. It's on. Check out wire.wit.edu for showtime, show descriptions, and files on local DJs. That's right, Wentworth Internet Radio Experience, WIRE, Boston, Massachusetts. Alright, this is WIRE. Uh, it's late now, 584. We're back from my little break here. Uh, you're listening to Wire, Wentworth Internet Radio from the on campus studios in Boston, Massachusetts. This show does not represent Wentworth, College of the Fenway, or Wire. To express concerns, contact Danielle Zongi. At 508-335-9761. You get me here at the studio at ARTY84 on AOL or Witwire on AOL or at 781-241-2941. Join with me right now is Delivery Boy Ralph with Sidekick Ryan. How are you doing tonight, uh, Delivery Boy Ralph? Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. What's, what's new with you? Uh, not much, you know. I'm still working for Ralph's Pizza. How's the, uh, how's the delivering going? It's good. We move locations. Uh, where are you guys located now? We're, uh, we're smack in the middle of Ralph's convenience store and Ralph gas station on 122 Ralph Road. Wow. What city? Ralph? It wouldn't be Ralphville, would it? <laughs> it's not Ralphville. <laughs> uh, cousin Ryan, you're on the phone too, aren't you? Are you? Sidekick Ryan? Yes, yes, I'm here. All right. Uh, say hi to Delivery Boy Ralph. Hi, how are you? I am splendid. How now, are you? That's very good. He was just telling break right now. He was just telling us a story about uh, how he went camping and he his canoe tipped over and he had nothing to wear but a linen cloth. Who's that? Uh delivery boy Ralph. I mean uh sidekick Ryan. I'm sorry, I get confused. I was about to say I don't go camping. <laughs> so yeah, new location, you're on your break right now, you're delivering the sausages, I'm assuming. Um Somewhat. I'm actually working at the convenience store tonight. Nice, nice. How's that working out for you? Doing very well. Hang on a second. Will you leave me alone? <laughs> you come to my store again and I'm going to slap you. Sorry about that. It's all right. I just have to let you know that you are being recorded right now, if that's okay. 
Excuse me? You're being recorded for uh, use of this radio show. I just need to give that disclaimer out to the listeners. Okay. Okay, just so you, just so you know. Now, so you celebrated a birthday last week, I heard. Yeah, that was definitely, yep. And were you the big 3-0, I hear? Times, times. I'm 33, actually. 33, ooh, another day younger, I guess. If I have to tell you again, I'm going to slap you. What's going, what's going on at the store? This, this little kid keeps coming in and throwing gummy bears at me. And did he purchase these gummy bears? Yeah, I'm paid. Huh? Get out of here! Wow. All right. Jesus. Um, yeah, uh, so... Sidekick. Is sidekick there? Yes, I'm here. How we doing? I, I'm doing good. Any, any, uh, any jokes? Any what? Any jokes? I am quite low on the jokes right now. A funny one. Oh, okay, as long as it's FCC friendly. I have a joke, I have a joke. Sure, as long as it's FCC friendly. The joke is Ralph's Convenience Store. That's what the joke is. <laughs> I've been there before, and the service is subpar at best. That's okay. I don't own the place. <laughs> but it's named after you, so you must have did something great and important. No, I'm only selling in the convenience store. I usually work at the sign shop. Uh, I see. I thought you work at the deli where you deliver sausages. That's all. Well, the, well because I, I got the flat tires... They yes. don't let me drive anymore. Well, that's the thing. That's what I wanted you to talk about today. Uh, about a year ago, uh, this is where I met Delivery Boy uh, Ralph. I ordered a sub from this uh, sub place, and it was actually a sausage. And uh, can you can you explain that very uh, beautiful night that you called up? Well, there was no lights. I didn't know where I was. I crashed. So I ate the sausage sub myself. <laughs> he, he ate it on the air. He's like, the sausage is getting a cold. He hit a curb. He didn't know where he was. It was... It was, it was wonderful. Well, I, the, well, I'll tell you, I made the sandwich myself, too. You would have been very surprised on how good it tasted. I'm sure it was a delightful sausage sandwich. It had peppers. It was on a roll. You know, one of those good sub rolls. The, you know, the, the nice good ones. Yeah, cousin uh, Psychic Ryan likes to buy one when he goes to stop and shop. It's one roll? He just buys one roll. Oh, a friend's working at the toy store, actually. I like the one roll. Yeah, he works at a toy store. You guys should uh, meet up for a coffee sometime. You, you, you both like little kids. No, no, stop it. <laughs> I told you, I told you before, Adi. I do not like little kids. I like little kids toys. That's right. Last week he told a story that uh, he had to go the bathroom and he did it into a piece of paper and they made it into a shape of a football. That's hilarious. Yeah, you can oh. hear that story in all. You can hear on Adi84.net. Just a little plug. <laughs> Um, I, I have to ask you a question, Delivery Boy Ralph. I mean, this, is a, this is a sincere question. And I'm sure Sidekick is wondering, too. Okay. The pictures you take on your uh, MySpace, why is the t-shirt on, but not totally on? It's like around your neck. I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I, for the hell of it, I was, I was browsing through your photo gallery, and there was several pictures in which you're not properly wearing the t-shirt. That's not Delivery Boy Ralph. I, I was I was led to believe it was. No, no, we're, those are we're two separate people. Oh, okay. Oh, like are you the same person with two different personalities? 
Delivery Boy Ralph does not have a profile. Why don't you have a MySpace? Delivery Boy Ralph does not have a profile. Why? <laughs> you should. You're a funny joke. Okay. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow? Who? <laughs> Did you get that sidekick? What was that? Did you get the joke? I got the joke. Are you, were you listening to yourself on the radio? I am not listening to myself on the radio because the echo makes me dizzy. Oh, very nice. And uh, so, you work at the convenience store. Are you listening to the show, uh, Delivery Boy Ralph? I'm currently not. My internet's not functioning. I like your voicemail. It says, well, I'll get back to you in one to three business days. Would you like that? I'm surprised you got back to me so soon. A third business day would have been Monday. Yeah, technically it would have been, but, you know, sometimes I, I get back to people a little quicker. It's good. It's very good to know. Now, uh, me and, in case you guys didn't know, that me and Delivery Boy Ralph are going to uh, New York for the day together. This should be an interesting friend, friend, uh, an, an interesting trip, if, if at least. You better believe it. Yes, I, I've gotten the tickets today in the mail. Good deal, good deal. All set to go see the Metropolitans play the Cubs. Cubs, the, the Chicago Cubs. Yes, now I was a little, un, a little uneasy when you sent me the email saying that you weren't going to start drinking at 6 in the morning. Now, I know you're a recovering alcoholic from your days when you used to work at the meat slaughtering plant, but I hear that you're going to start at 7.30 rather than 6 a.m. Yeah, you know, the first hour and a half in the morning, that's coffee time, my friend. Well, you're going to be up a lot earlier than that, my friend, around 5.30. Well, the first two hours, then, it's coffee time. How's that sound? I have a funny story about coffee. One time I had coffee and I had uh, Mexican food prior to the night of the bus trip. And those bathrooms are very subpar at best in using the facilities when you have to go. What the hell is that? Are you sh shaking a dill pickle? Uh, I was not shaking a dill pickle. Very nice. <clears throat> now, are you, are you near a computer right now, uh, Delivery Boy Ralph? I'm currently on. I was wondering if you'd like to do around the horn baseball updates for uh, the late night show right uh, in a couple minutes. Uh, say what? Do well every uh, half hour or so on my show during baseball season. I do uh, baseball score updates, and I was wondering if you'd like to do them tonight. And when would that be? What time? Uh, you can do it right now if you like. Just go to MLB.com and you can do the nine o'clock around the horn with late night eighty four. Baseball update. Oh, can I do ESPN.com? Sure, whatever, whatever floats your boat better. Okay. Let's start with the National League. The Chicago Cubs beat Milwaukee 9-3. <laughs> Colorado beat the New York Mets 11-5. Sorry, Mets fans, you guys got spanked. That's what she said. Later on tonight, we have San Francisco playing the Dodgers. San Diego's playing Arizona. Currently, St. Louis is beating Cincinnati 1-0, and they have two runners on with two outs. Oh, you're doing everything. Very nice. Florida is losing to Atlanta 3-0 after eight innings. Pittsburgh is beating Houston 3-1, and Houston has runners on first and second with two outs. 
Philadelphia is beating Washington 5-2, and Philly has the bases loaded with two outs. Go Phillies. In American League action, Toronto <laughs> and the Yankees were postponed due to rain. <laughs> I see Seattle playing Oakland and Tampa Bay playing the Angels. Ooh, the Angels. The Los Angeles Angels. Of Anaheim. Of Anaheim. Detroit is beating the White Sox 3 to nothing in the third. Go White Sox. Kansas City is beating Minnesota 2-1 to one and have runners on first and second with two outs. First and second with two outs is very common tonight. That sounds like my uh, repertoire with the ladies. First and second with two outs. Cleveland is beating Texas 6-5. Very nice. Boston got runners on first and second on the top of the seventh, just so you guys know. Boston. Yeah, it's one to one. Yes. Runners on first and second with two outs. Oh, that's what you said. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> now, now I heard you got a. Now, is that all the scores? I'm sorry, did I interrupt you? I think that's it. Is that it? Yes, technically that is all the scores. Now, um, currently, I mean, I can do an update in three seconds if you'd like, but now, it probably won't change. I heard, I heard you're a big Washington Nationals fan. I heard you're a big Washington Nationals fan. I'm, I'm a fan of the Nationals. We used to have this guy who used to come in every once in a while. We called him uh, Voice Box Bobby. And uh, he was a guy who had a voice box. And he used to, uh, he was a big Tampa Bay Devil Rays fan. And, oh. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm always interested in talking to people of team who like teams that are losers. Um, I, I have to go on. Okay. The, the, the police are here. Uh oh. Howdy, the police are here to take me away. Well, uh, psychic, uh, right? I hope everything goes all right. Just uh, be okay, all right? All right, all right, all right. Call Thank back, you. Call back next week with the story. San Antonio right. to beat in the Denver Nuggets, 84 to 69. Uh, yeah, everyone just listening, uh, Cousin Ryan just got arrested. Oh, that's not good. Well, uh, earlier he was telling a story about how he went camping, he lost his clothes, and one of his friends robbed the convenience store. I guess they caught up to him. That's good. It's not good at all. Um, hopefully next week he has an update on what's going on. Uh, so, back to you're a Washington Nationals fan. I heard you purchased a jersey. Oh, yes, I did. And it has your name. It's a customized jersey. About a year and a half ago. Now, do you wear this thing a lot, or, or is it occasionally you wear it? It's, it? I've worn it occasionally, and... um. My name's not Joe, by the way. It's Ralph, the delivery boy. That's what I said, wasn't it? Get my name wrong. I didn't call you Joe. I called you Ralph. I, I don't know. I beg to differ. Beg to differ. So you're a Nationals fan. Uh, if, <clears throat> I want to try something right here. Is, uh, if Voice Box Bobby is listening, and he knows who that is, call in the phone, and you guys can have a conversation Together, I want to know what two losing team fans say to each other. The Washington Nationals, you know they're in last place so far. Whatever. Does this upset you? Do you still have hope? Whatever. They lost a lot of key players. They had no. They have no one. They had Soriano. They had Soriano. Like watching the Scranton Triple A team play against the Red Sox. <laughs> Scranton. <laughs> Where is Scranton, anyways? I will screw them. You can't stay that stuff. <laughs> it's a city in New Jersey, isn't it? 
Wait, Come wait. on, where's the update on Red Sox game? Um, let's see. Uh, two, one, Boston. Apparently, your database is quicker than mine. Yeah, MLB.com seems to be a little faster than Entertainment Sports Network. Dot com. Two to one on my side, too, so... I'm thinking about getting a... And I think you should, too. I mean, you should be colored commentators for ESPN. That would be nice. We have our own radio show on ESPN uh, Radio. That would be very good. You, you could do... No. You could do updates on the 20s. Excuse me? The updates on the 20s. We can do updates on the 11s. Ooh, I like the 11s. It's a little, little bit different flavor, if you will. Mm. What's up these baseball players being wimps, postponing games because of rain? Say what? Like these baseball teams, they postpone games because of rain, aren't they? Aren't they supposed to be professional athletes? Yeah, well, the, yeah. But it's very upsetting. I can't think right now, so. Boston got runners on the corners, first and uh, third with uh, two outs. Oh man, you won't ram around him, Isn't he a nice guy? He's a beautiful guy. Last summer, me and him. Last summer, me and him went out for tea and scrumpets after a uh, a very dreadful loss. It was it was quite nice. He was a very caressing and uh, very nice man to talk to about stuff. Yeah, I cut my finger. How'd you cut your finger? I was moving. Uh, I, I can't I can't find my shelf. Oh. So what kind of what kind of things did you do at this convenience store you work at? I I ring people up when they come in and purchase their ices and Milky Ways. What's the number one item that people purchase? Say like on a Friday night around twelve. Uh, Friday night at twelve o'clock. Depending on the season, during the winter people buy a lot of hot chocolate and coffee. <laughs> during the summer we we do a lot of Slurpees. You know, we, we do the Slurpee thing. We have seven different flavors. Do you guys frown upon people mixing the Slurpees together? No, because they still pay for two. They do pay for two. I keep an eye on that. I used to uh, bring in little... Remember those, no, 35 millimeter film came in these little containers? Well, I used to fill those up with Slurpee mix and put them in my pockets. You're a bad, bad boy. I did. I used to put it on snow so it would have a snow cone. Once I gave someone yellow snow and told it was lemon flavored. Banana flavored. Banana. Choco, choco, chip. <laughs> it's raining Palestinian flake muffins. <laughs> we played that the shoe the shoe uh, clip earlier today. That was quite uh, entertaining. Three to one Boston. Very nice. Shillin's gonna get the win tonight if they can continue to hold the lead. It's always a good yeah, thing. Tom. It would be a beautiful thing. Well, you sing too. I did not know you sing. When no one's looking at people listening, oh gosh. Oh, there's plenty. There's plenty of people listening. Now, let me ask you your status right now. Are you single, or uh, are you looking? Or not single? Technically, if you're looking, I'm just technically single to a point. To a point, I guess. There's a gray area, if you will. By where what? A gray area. Gray? We, we talking about gray areas. You asked me if I was single or looking. Are you talking about gray things? I, I don't want to interrupt you, but it's the bottom of the ninth, and Florida has bases loaded. Yes, they do. They're down by three runs, too. And, uh, all right. Now, so, are you single or are you taken? I'm single. Single. Are you looking? 
Yeah. Now, have you ever delivered food one day and you came to a very striking person's house and fancied them? And then they invited you in to share the sausage sandwich that they ordered with them? No, I can't say that's happened yet. Is that something you long for? Like I said, I really don't work for the delivery department anymore. But you just told me you really don't work for the convenience store. I work at the gas station most of the time. Is the gas fish station near the convenience store? Yeah, it's like next door. So you're, and, where's, and where's the delivery place next to that? Yes, actually. All on Ralph Street? All on Ralph Street. <laughs> so you work three totally different jobs in the same location on three on different nights? Yeah, and it's all owned by the same person, too, Ralph. <laughs> but aren't you Ralph? Yeah, that's why I got the job there. I gotcha. If I could remember my name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh man, hey, listen to this. Did you hear that? I just relieved myself on the radio. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I was listening to uh, audio from uh, from about a year and a half ago when uh. When that when Ralph called and that guy he called up that we had that the guy who was in here who was little uh you know and you guys had a conversation with him I forget his name it was like Petey or something. Petey Pablo. Yeah, Petey Pablo. That is super. Um, so you have any exciting anything going in exciting in your world? You want to um, I don't know uh, plug anything. Um, not really. To be honest with you right now. Well, you don't have a MySpace, right? No, but my my really good buddy of mine does. And who would that be? Uh, my, my buddy Joe. Alright, and he's the one with the shirt, the t-shirt thing. He's the one with the shirt. Did you ever, you ever ask him about what's the deal with the t-shirt? No, you know, we're really good buddies, but we, we only talk, like, not a lot. Okay. So you just, yeah. you just assume that what he does is alright. Well, I haven't talked to him, so I gotta, you know, maybe uh, I'll talk to him and see well, what... You should. Maybe it fell off or something, and he just couldn't get it back on in time. Seems like he's haphazardly just left it on his shoulders, and I'm very, very curious. <laughs> but, alright, so what's in the MySpace? That's myspace.com slash, was it Spider2? Correct. Spider2. Or you can get it on my MySpace, myspace.com slash djid84. And his name, what's his name this week? He changes his name on a daily basis. Um, it's the same as it was last week. Which is, I'm um, very hot? Something like that. That sounds accurate. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go, uh, Delivery Boy Ralph. Thank you for calling in. It's always the delightful uh, evening when I hear from you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have yourself and hope to, uh, am I going to hear from you next week, maybe? You most. Most likely you will. Alright, well you enjoy yourself. Don't work too hot at the gas station at the delivery place and uh and the in the convenience I store. Forgot we make signs too in the oh, sign yeah. shop. In the sign shop. Can you make, I want you to make me a nice sign? I'll try. Very good. Alright, take it easy. Have a good one. Alrighty, bye bye. Alright, see you later. Everyone, that was uh Delivery Boy Ralph. Uh Delivery Boy Ralph. Um, an update with uh, Sidekick Ryan. He has been arrested and obtained by local authorities. Um, if you guys couldn't really hear over it, uh, you could hear the sirens in the background coming from uh, his, his phone call. Uh, apparently, uh, William Grappi, his uh, sidekick, his sidekick, 
I ratted him out to the police as the getaway driver. So uh, hopefully we'll be having some updates from next week when he gets bailed out of jail and whatnot. And uh, hopefully uh, Delivery Boy uh, Ralph has another exciting adventure in Delivery Boy. And those little kids don't be throwing gummy bears at Delivery Boy Ralph. The guys are interested. Boston just took a 3-1 lead over Baltimore. Um, and Florida got two runs, bottom of the ninth, 3-2. Atlanta beating Florida in bottom of the ninth. <clears throat> Good times, good times. Okay. Um, I tried to contact voice... I had my producer here. I tried to contact voice box, voice box Bobby, the Devil Race fan, since we're on the baseball topic. But unfortunately, he couldn't get a hold of him. So hopefully next week, uh, he'll call in with uh, some uh, Devil Ray factoids. Some fun Tampa Bay Devil Ray facts. Now, if I can get a... Oops. If I can get a caller on my show who has, a, who has an obscure team that they like, such as uh, um, little, little Delivery Boy Ralph enjoys the, the Nationals, which is a sub high team at best, and you have Voice Box Bobby enjoys the Devil Rays, uh, we can have an interesting show on, on second-class professional baseball teams that are borderline good or terrible. All right, so I want to play this little thing for you. It's called the Gangster Thing. It's on YouTube. It's these uh, nerdy white kids um, rapping as if they were gangsters. So I want to play this for you guys because uh, I think it's funny. And then uh, with the remainder of the show, I'm going to get into a little bit about the, uh, the MySpace, not the MySpace, uh, the Real World Edition and how that all went down uh, on Friday when they shipped me to New York for the day to uh, meet some obscure and interesting people. So uh, this is the Gangster. It's called I'm a Gangster. Uh, you can get this on YouTube, just uh, YouTube, uh, I'm a gangster, and you see these uh, little white boys uh, rapping, which is very disturbing. Uh, yo. Here we go. Yo, yo, I'm, yo, I'm a gangster. Yo. Where my dog's at? Bark with me if you're my dog. Yo, yo, yo. I'm going yeah, I don't bark. I'm gonna give a shout-out to all the player haters. I don't like player haters. Uh, if you're a player hater, don't play, player hate on me. Player hate somewhere I'm else. a gangster. I'm straight up. I'm steaming mad. Girl. I'm a gangster. I'm a straight up G. The gangster life is the life for me. Shooting people by day, selling drugs by night. Being a gangster is hella tight. I saw the policeman and I punched him in the eye. To serve and protect? What a lie. I also don't like white people. And don't get me started about. I'm a gangster. Girl, I'm mad. I'm a gangster. My rhymes are bad. I'm a gangster. I'm iced out like a freezer. I'm a gangster. I don't listen to Weezer. I dropped out of school at the age of three. Why? Because all the teachers tried to play or hate on me. Oh. My rhymes are cool, just like doing cocaine. My rhymes are hot, like a burning flame. Cisco is my homie. He's a gangster, too. Me and Cisco are the leaders of the gangster crew. I like to be in jail, and he likes to sing and dance. Some say we're the perfect match. Step off. Step back. drive a cool car. I'm a gangster. I smoke weed in a cigar. Yo, 
my gangster flow. Yo, 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 yo. Yo. I'm rolling on dubs, iced out like hockey. I got kicked out of Japan for drinking all the sake. Play this song on the radio all day long. So everyone can hear my gangster song. Nobody thought I'd blow up like a Firestone tire. Oh, there's no beat left. Die. Die, you Santa Claus. Die. Wow. No, I don't want to do acapella. These are uh, suburban white boys who look like they could be the offspring of Bill Gates. Uh, Rapping. You can get this on YouTube. Type in, I'm a gangster. And you'll see these three little redhead gingers. With glasses. Um, uh, watch at your own risk, people. It is a quite riveting uh, episode. All right. I got a few, uh, a little bit here. I'll probably about 20 minutes left in here because my voice is tapering on the edge of babiness. Um, but I want to uh, get briefly into uh, what happened to me. Uh, well, what happened to me on Friday? Let me uh, adjust this for. Oh, got, well, lose the mic. Here we go. All right, we're back here. All right, so you all know about my incident last week when I went on to oh, Jesus. Right. Foxnews.com has this house from the standoff in New York, and they keep updating the picture like every twenty minutes, and the house just gets more and more in flames. It's just, just, just uh, interesting at all. <clears throat> Before I get into this thing, I do disclaimer: you listen to Wire. One with Internet Radio Experience from the on-campus studio in Boston, Massachusetts. This show does not represent Wentworth, Colleges of the Fenway, or Wyatt. To express opinions or concerns, contact Danielle Zongi, 508-335-9761. This is W-I-R-E, Wentworth, Boston. And you can get me on AOL at WitWire or on ARTY84 on AOL Instant Messenger. Or you can get me via telephone at 781-241-2941. That's 781-241-2941. That's the easiest way to get me here up in the studio. And uh, you can get on the air and you have something to say or some two tents to add on, like uh, Delivery Boy Ralph or uh, our good friend uh, Sidekick Ryan. Then now that all works for our benefits. All righty. Who is this? And I hate these. Stumble on my MySpace, Ralph. These people who leave these stupid comments about getting ringtones, I swear to God, I report every single one of these. If I get another spam comment saying, hey, I know a friend who got this Gucci bag, or I know this friend who got these ringtones, I will report you. Don't think I won't, because I have. I have reported people in the past. I will get you kicked off, kicked off, um, MySpace. Cool. Okay, so I got on the radio on Wednesday, and I tell you that I hadn't got a phone call from Real World, and they were wondering where I am. And I was wondering where they were, rather. All right. So Wednesday night comes, nothing. Thursday morning comes, nothing. Thursday afternoon comes, nothing. At around 11.35 p.m. on Thursday night, right before I was about to say my salutations and go to bed, I get a phone call from a restricted number, so I pick it up. I'm like, hello? Who is this? And they're like, this is MTV Real World calling you for uh, your audition. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I figured they're calling me to tell me that I uh, didn't win. They're like, you have to be in New York tomorrow at noon. We've been trying to contact you for the last two days, but apparently your sixes look like nines. So they weren't able to contact me until they distinguished, they went to my website and found out my real number. 
So immediately I go on Greyhound.com and I purchase a Greyhound one-way ticket because I don't know what time they're going to make me leave or whatever like that. So I wake up early. Um, I get down to New York City around 5.30, 6 o'clock. Get to MTV. I had to be there at noon. Grab some breakfast. I go to a nice uh, Jewish deli and get myself a, uh, a scrumpet and a cup of java, which was quite delightful, may I add, and some celery-flavored solar. So... I get to MTV and, you know, we, the same process. Now, instead of being 200 of us, there's like 500 of us all from around the country. And we're in line. We fill out another stupid questionnaire. I'm like, don't you have my questionnaire from uh, previous times of writing this down? So, uh, yada, 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 make a long story short. They get me into the studio and they do a group interview. Now, instead of 10 people, it's 20 people. And now you're saying name, your age, where you're from, and an obscured fact about you. So I was like... I was thinking, I'm like, being a shock jock, probably didn't cut it last time. So I'm like, uh, I sleep with carrots. And they looked at me, and I'm like, and I looked at them, and I'm like, oh, what did I just say? And she's like, what did you say? And I'm like, I, I sleep with carrots. And she goes, carrots? She means people who tan a lot, and they have orange-tinted skin? I'm like, no. She's like, red-headed people? I'm like, no. I'm like, I wouldn't call them people. And she's like, then what do you mean? I'm like, carrots. Like, you get the produce center at Stop and Shop. What I like to do is I like to go once a week. I shop at Stop and Shop. I go to the carrot department, and I buy several, several pounds of carrots. I put them in my cotton, and I move them to the checkout counter in which I purchase these carrots. These said carrots didn't follow me to my house. Where did I lay in bed? And where in bed I lay... I sprinkle carrots all around me. Carrots. I'm knee deep, neck deep in carrots. It's my inner side that makes me feel like a bunny rabbit. But that's besides the point. So she looks at me very obscurely, and I say, yes, I sleep with carrots. And she goes, would you be doing this type of activity if you're on the show? And I go, probably, because it's, it's hard for me to uh, pull away from things that I do regularly. Um, I, I'm just getting over sleeping with uh, asparagus. Which is quite interesting, especially if you roll over in the middle of the night and land on one the wrong way. I got poked in the eye with an asparagus. And it seems that asparagus seem to rot a lot faster than carrots do. And I was trying to explain this to her. And she didn't seem like she was that interested in my uh, little predicament that I was having. So anyway, so they get in everything. So I leave. And uh, there was a kid next to me who looked like Bill Gates. One looked like Bill Buckner. I believe it actually was Bill Buckner. The guy who blew the Red Sox uh, World Series in 86. Look him up, Bill Buckner. He was next to me. Um, Fat Boy Slim lookalike with a British accent was next to me. Um, a guy who looked like Shaquille O'Neal. Then there was a guy who looked like Chris Rock, whose name was Shaquille O'Neal, which was coincidental enough. Um, there was a former drug addict slash cheerleader for the LA Lakers. And there was this guy who claimed he ran NASCAR, but he really looked like he ran out of clothes because he was wearing a flesh-colored bodysuit. And uh, that was the characters in the lineup. So um, what happened? Well, what happened is what I will tell you next week on Late Night 584. I know it's 930. I got to cut this little hoo-ha shot. I'm starting to lose my voice here. But I'm uh, happy I was able to do the show tonight instead of not doing it. Um, next week we'll be in the show. We'll be here on, uh, let's see, the 2nd, I believe. It's May. I get to check out the Lose track. Today's the 25th. I believe it's the second. May 2nd. I will be here. Same time. 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock. My voice should be back by then, hopefully. 
Um, thank you all for listening out there in Radio Land. You, I know who you, uh, you guys. Uh, that's what a great thing about the show. You know, only if, maybe a handful of you feedback me during the show. But uh, I hear I get regular feedback during the week about how many people listen. And when you guys go to my website, I can kind of track how many people uh, are listening and whatnot, which is uh, great. But uh, next week, I'll talk about my uh, rest of my uh, real world experience in New York. And it's not very happy. And I'll let you know this much. I'm still waiting for a phone call. Um, Dually, the movie. Uh, on ID84.net, go there, A-R-T-Y-E-4.net. On the right-hand side, you'll see uh, a little brief article on Julie the movie. A couple buddies of mine from Rivera, they made their own movie, and it should premiere, um, I would say, sometime in June, July. They had a couple fundraisers to raise some money. I'm not sure how they did on the results, but all the money raised for such an event will be playing, uh, going towards uh, playing their movies in big-time movie theaters, which would be cool. But, uh, like, again, all of you, thank you for listening. You want to leave me a comment about my show, whatnot, you can give me on my MySpace, myspace.com slash djarty84 or arty84.net. You can get me online all the time when I'm on at ID84. It is my AOL screen name. Thank you all for listening. It's been a delight to entertain you people, as always it is. Um, next week, I'm going to try to get some stuff together for having a good show. But uh, you know how it goes. Stay tuned for uh, wire.wit.edu. It's http colon slash wire.wit.edu. The rest of the week for different shows and whatnot. The week after next, I will be going on a one-week hiatus where we go on break before we start the summer semester here at the station. Um, but tomorrow's uh, show, will, uh, next week's show will be great. So uh, thank you for listening and have a great night. See ya. This portion of the show was brought to you by ThePacky.com. The Packy is your number one online magazine for chicks, drinks, and all that good stuff. Packy.com. Check it out today.